Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, a lot to get to. Of course, the big story, hostages being released. That's getting a lot of attention. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say this isn't an even trade, but it's good to see families reunited with people that have been taken hostage October 7th in Israel. Yeah, it's, it's, so there's a truce that's uh, entered into its fourth day today, and uh, according to officials in Qatar, it's been extended another couple of days. Um, so over the first three days of the truth of the truce, Hamas released a total of 58 hostages, mostly women and children. And as the media is putting it, uh, well, they, they, you know, Israel freed 117 Palestinian prisoners. The New York Times actually did a profile on one of the uh, Palestinian prisoners as somebody okay. who was well known and her case had been uh, well known throughout the region. And that's true, but they, they left you with the impression that this was some victim of Israeli brutality because she was disfigured. Okay. Now, she is disfigured, yeah. and that's because she was a suicide bomber or driving uh-huh. a car bomb, and which went off because she was confronted by an Israeli police officer who was also disfigured. Man, does it seem to you, maybe this is just me, that you see a number of these stories with the Palestinians that have been released a lot of these women that were attacking Israelis, whether it was Israeli authorities, whoever, that doesn't get nearly as much attention as when it's the guys. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You almost have this picture that it's just these dudes that are carrying out suicide, you know, bomber attacks and random acts of violence. There are plenty of women in there, too. I find that interesting because women have no rights they're allowed to join the military force, though. It's odd. I mean, it is odd. It is. I mean, of course, why would there be any sort of rationale that goes into any of that thinking? Yeah. No, it's it's very difficult to understand. But that was just one of it, the things. But it's odd for us away. to see women aggressively trying to kill people. Yes. Again, as you brought up, with so many rights yeah. not given not to them, given to them, yeah. simply because they're women. That's it. But hey, go ahead and drive a car bomb. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Or go stab somebody. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But, yeah, it's fair to say it's it's not an even trade, but that's not how media is portraying this in a lot of different ways. Yeah. But certainly keeping an eye on that. Um, something else with Hamas um, and Joe Biden. He He's trying to take some sort of credit for They were coming after me because I was bringing peace. Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah, Joe Biden claims that the reason Hamas launched the war against Israel is because, well, he's just so good at being president. Wow. I cannot prove what I'm about to say, but I believe one of the reasons why Hamas struck when they did was they knew that I was working very closely with the Saudis and others in the region to bring peace to the region by having recognition of Israel and Israel's right to exist. You may recall when we did. Is he playing the part of Jared Kushner right now? Yeah, Yeah, the Abraham Accords. Is he taking credit for that? Right. I mean, is he? I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think he is. Yes, he is. Golly. 
mean, there's no other way to say it. You wow. may recall when we did the G20 about a little while ago, I was able to get a resolution, a, a, a statement passed through there saying we're going to build a railroad from Riyadh all the way through the Middle East into into Saudi Arabia, Israel, et cetera, and all the way up to Europe. Not the not the railroad, but it would be an underground pipeline and then railroad. Is it, oh, boy. Is it an underground pipeline or a railroad, railroad that goes from Saudi Arabia to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Is it an underground railroad with a pipeline through it? You know, I rode Amtrak so much right. that I'm surprised he didn't go into that story. That he's told a hundred times. That's not true. Holy smokes, man. He built the interstate system in our country, too. Oh, that's yeah. true, yeah. He yeah. worked on the internet with Al Gore. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know the thing. He and Eisenhower sat down with several meetings. Oh, boy, yes. Um, now, he got panned for that in a lot of places. He yeah. should. Well, yeah. But again, I, and you know what? I was kind of detached from news a bit over the weekend. I don't know how NBC, CBS, CNN tackled that. I don't think they gave Trump or Kushner any credit, at least as far as I could tell. Oh, no. Heck no. They're not going to do that. You know, so people understand the context. And it's just the lies that go on. And sometimes it's not being corrected. It's just leaving people with the assumption that Biden is telling the truth. And that's, you know, it's it's maddening to see. But, I mean, you come to expect it by now. Okay. Something else. True international depression. Yeah, you put it on and it was peace and it was sure. Um, whatever. You saw this story. I saw this story too, David. This is very interesting and I would say disturbing. That's happening in Illinois at a high school. Uh, yeah, this is at Evanston Township High School, Evanston, Illinois. Now, a few years ago, back in uh, 2019 specifically, they implemented a program that let students segregate by race in order to address learning gaps. So it was a pro-segregation learning environment that, hey, it'll be better for black kids if they learn with other black kids and taught by black teachers and Hispanics. It's better if you learn from Hispanics uh, and among other Hispanics. Um, That was the idea. And apparently they're expanding this program now. News Nation had the story on it. Uh, Nearly 200 Black and Latino students signed up for core classes like math and writing within this program. They call it the affinity classes. So it's not segregation. It's affinity. Right. Okay. And and tell me if I was way off when you're, you know, reading about this idea initially. It was partly because you had these students that were far behind. And it says it right in, you know, you had the black and Hispanic students far behind the white students. Yeah. So they're going to do these programs. And you're almost left with the assumption to accelerate the learning to catch up. That's yeah. not what it is. Uh, no, that, that, that's not what it is. It, it's, it's apparently, according to civil rights attorney Robert Patillo, uh, he argues the program in Evanston is, a, is healthy and enriching for students, making them feel more comfortable while learning in the classroom. Yes. You have to be able to balance both the educational aspects of it with the social educational aspects and bringing more children together and not trying to separate them out. And and specifically, not preaching division and superiority or inferiority that we all often uh, saw previously. uh, Time out. Yes, Scott. Well, that's what you're doing. (laughs) I mean, that's dumb. That's the dumbest. We don't preach that. Of course, that's what you're doing. George Wallace had the right idea is what you're saying. I mean, good golly, man. Yeah, to me, it's like, okay, 
you get you have some students far behind and you're saying yeah it, it's not their fault okay for whatever reason and they can learn just like anybody else we've got to go accelerate it here with a different sort of approach to get them up to where others are that's not what it is it's just division no that's exactly right it's crazy uh, where you're saying that one group is just racially or religiously or ethnically superior or better to other groups we're all equal we're all the same but we're just learning in different ways and that does not make us different it just simply means that these are what's these are the methodologies that are best uh, for these particular groups no holy smokes i mean it's like if you're what having a running race well you only have to run 50 yards if you're this race but if you're this then you got to go 60 somebody else might have to go 85 and we want everybody to feel good no dude that's not the way the real world works holy smokes it, Boy, this is really something. That's why it's such a disservice to the people that they claim to yeah. want to help. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, what kind of Marxism do you call that, David? Well, I, I think we've seen time and time again throughout history, but also recent history in America, uh, that on the left end of the spectrum, it goes liberal, leftist, communist, KKK. Um, <laughs> and that that's kind of where it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty soon we're going to have some, you know, person at Oregon State or some other university come out and say, you know what? There is a lot of inequity when it comes to hydration. I think that black people should have their own water fountains. Yeah, I just was going to say that. I and mean, bathrooms. And bathrooms. It's insanity. Yeah. Yes. So far backwards. It, golly, I thought I'd never hear this. I know. In 2023, you got to be kidding me. I know. And you know what? We, let's just talk about this real quick. Um, David, I don't want to rain on any parade that you would have had over the Thanksgiving break, mm -hmm. especially with Dolly Parton doing yeah. the halftime show of the Cowboys game uh, at Thanksgiving. How yeah. about that, huh? How about it? How about it is what, right. What are you saying? I'm saying that she's kept it pretty well together. Oh, yeah. It's, I could do without that. Uh-oh, hold on. So she's doing, like, she starts with Jolene, her classic, 9 to 5, and then she's doing some of the rock covers. She's got the rock album, yeah, right? Okay, so you didn't like that, Scott? No. I, I thought the set list of her ending with We Will Rock You was kind of weird. It just sort of felt like it, it fizzled out. Otherwise, I mean, she slayed. She's, she is, she's a queen. Okay. I'm um, not going to argue with the American treasure part. I get it. Big time. Okay. You watched this with a group of people, right? Yeah. Everybody? I didn't. I mean, I had two cats and I watched it. Okay. What did <laughs> the cats think? Cats loved it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, David, everybody loved it? Uh, yeah, everybody loved it, of course, because we had Patriots in my house. Uh, well, I, the Patriots of my house uh, don't pander. They tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that was just kind of sad. What was sad about it? I think the performance of those songs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best. And you hate to say anything because she's this sweet person. Dude, I just looked at the outfit and went, she's 77. Right. Yes. Holy smoke. Some might say trying too hard. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say that. I don't they, think I, so. They, she's fantastic. It's I mean, great. I know some of it's bought and paid for. I mean, there's lifts and tucks and all kinds oh, of boy. stuff going See, on there. I don't well, there to, is. I there don't has to turn to into this. I just wanted to have, be a happy feeling, but also tell the truth, there's and that's no, it. There's no movement where there should be movement. Nothing's moving. It's well, I, I think part static. of that is because she was afraid of having a wardrobe malfunction because yeah. there's a lot of tape there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it was yes. an amazing performance. Okay. 
amazingly uncomfortable for some. Not everybody. Yeah. Not everybody. I don't know. Just America some. got to see why she's my number one hall pass. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> uh, much to get to, including a disturbing story about Instagram and pedos. Holy smokes, that and much more coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer. For this risk-free offer and free shipping, call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com for Prostate HX today. Take advantage of this limited time, risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for Prostate HX. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. This is a dark story. Don't need to spend a lot of time on it. More like just be aware of this. I saw this at the Wall Street Journal. It was not just them doing this research, too. Even the Canadian Center for Child Protection has been running similar tests on Instagram and the algorithm. And what they did is, oh, man. They decided they would set up accounts that would follow, follow like young gymnasts, cheerleaders, other teen and preteen influencers that are active on Instagram. Yeah. And then Instagram system serves up what is called a jarring dose of salacious content to those test accounts, including risque footage of children, as well as overtly sexual adult videos and ads for some of the biggest brands in the United States. Because if you remember, this was, you know, this past summer, uh, the Wall Street Journal had reported that algorithms run by Meta, which, of course, owns Facebook and Instagram, connect large communities of users interested in content appealing to pedophiles, basically. Golly. 
And so these test accounts are observing, you know, thousands of followers, such, you know, young people's accounts often, you know, a lot of these followers of these kids are adult men. Right. And many of these accounts who follow these children had also demonstrated interest in sex content related to both kids and adults. So it's kind of like this web to see what would happen if we do this because they were supposed to get this task force and start to clean it up. And apparently it hasn't happened. And that's when they mentioned the Canadian Center for Child Protection separately ran similar tests on its own with the same results. So Mattis said that the Wall Street Journal's test produced a manufactured experience that doesn't represent what billions of users see. Now, they declined to comment on why the algorithms compiled streams of separate videos showing kids, Mm -hmm. sex, and advertisements. But a spokesperson said a month ago it had introduced new brand safety tools to give advertisers greater control over where their ads appear. They've always got a task force, don't they? Yeah, they yeah, do, and no, nothing ever really gets done. But, I, I mean, in I can't believe I'm going to somewhat defend the empire of Mark Zuckerbot, the third or fourth worst human being on the planet. Um, I mean, the, what what these researchers did is essentially the same thing that Media Matters did with, with Twitter X. Okay. Um, in that they set up these sort of ghost accounts in order to to get an expected result. To say, hey, look, and in their case, it was like anti-Semitic content that they wanted to uh, prove could show up next to advertisers. And and they said, well, that's actually defamatory or that that's what X has said. And I think the attorney general of the state of Texas has said it's criminal uh, what they've tried to do. So I so I mean, I guess in defense, it does kind of sound like they manipulated it to get to that end point. That being said, I am confident that the nerds in Silicon Valley could clean this up, and the only way you get them to actually clean it up is to start threatening to jail these people on the task force. <laughs> you they, better get results. You will get results. If you actually yeah. put out consequences for the people who are supposed to be setting up guardrails for this kind of content, right? then, yeah. Yeah, and it seems, you know, as far as... But, you know, are people anti-Semitic? Are they racist? You know, that's one thing. If they're pedos, it's different. Uh, I, it seems to be. It's like all of a sudden Chris Hansen comes out of retirement. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm no biblical scholar, but I got to believe Jesus is warming up in the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean. Oh, my goodness. The way you put that, is, yeah. Yeah, that's something. Uh, it's Cyber Monday, you know. That's what I heard. Does it matter anymore? Not to me. Well, because of all the online sales over the yeah. weekend, Black Friday set a record $9.8 billion. Uh, I don't know if you saw this part of the story. Um, a lot of people got in on deals, even if they didn't really have the money. $79 million of the sales came from buy now, pay later plans. There That's up 47% Gosh. from last year. Dang. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but I was thinking to myself, well, is Cyber Monday even a thing anymore with all of this, you know, and the big sales early? They said that today the expectation is over $12 billion Yeah. Today alone. Yeah. I still like to go into the store, buy the product, and leave with the product. <laughs> That's what you like. I know, and I feel like I should, I'm going shopping on a wagon wheel, you know? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
Biggest story today, David? Uh, I suppose it's the extended uh, truce happening between Israel and Hamas and yeah. uh, more hostages on the way out. Uh, the current agreement is at least 10 hostages a day. So we'll see if Hamas um, lives up to their the expectations uh, here. No American shed, right? Uh, one four-year-old. That, one? Yeah. that girl. That little girl, yeah. that's right, yeah. Yeah, she's orphaned. Yeah. Her parents were killed. God, yeah, it's just terrible. All right, get to that. Also, you see what happened in Ireland over the weekend? Yep. Oh, man. And David's got a story about an Irish politician saying restricting free speech is for the common good. Yeah. Really? That and much more coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer. In his Bears gear, getting geared up for the big game tonight. That's Monday Night Football tonight. Woo! Yes. Bear down. You bear guy. You got your face paint out? Uh, no, my chest is painted. You just can't see it because I don't have my shirt off right now. Okay, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big, uh, big controversy in Ireland. Awful. What you saw over the weekend. And riots, all sorts of stuff going on. And now you're talking about eliminating free speech? Yeah, well, they, they've been talking about this for several months now. Ireland is looking at passing a new law that criminalizes speech uh, that might make people feel uncomfortable and sad. I mean, literally, part of it is, you know, the, the, the offense of preparing or possessing material likely to incite violence or hatred against persons on account of their protected characteristics. So if you just have it, you got a meme shared on your phone. Well, that, okay. that's a criminal offense under this proposed uh, legislation. They say you cannot incite hatred or violence against others. Who decides that? That's a good question. Uh, you cannot use extreme forms of speech. Uh -huh. Who decides what's extreme? Exactly. Yeah, to deliberately and recklessly encourage or incite other people to... Uh, to hate or cause harm to a person because of your views. Uh, and actually, already, officials in Ireland are, are investigating uh, Conor McGregor, a uh, UFC yeah. fighter, yeah. or MMA fighter, because uh, he had the audacity to weigh in on uh, uh, someone stabbing children. Yes. Yeah. And saying, okay, we may go after this guy. Yeah. Dude, this seems like the most opposite Ireland thing I've ever heard. I know. Doesn't it? It is. It is crazy, man. Uh, Irish Senator Pauline O'Reilly, this is making the rounds now. It's actually when the when the bill was first being talked about uh, over the summer. Uh, but this is frightening where we are headed here uh, or where Ireland is headed. And, I mean, we'll see what happens here in the United States because, you know, a lot of Democrats would love to do the same thing. This is what she said in defense of it. Okay. Oh, no. All legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. Oh you will see throughout our Constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Yeah. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, well, you know, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. Man, this is so Orwellian. 
man, for the common good. And I don't mean it against her personally, but you wonder sometimes, do people have an understanding of history? What's happened? Just over the last hundred years? they don't. You're right. No, they don't. They don't. Man. Hell, man, the, the last 25 years. Right. I mean, geez. I mean, what is going on? The com- that common good thing gets thrown out there. It makes my skin crawl. Well, it the, just does. Well, I mean, the point you got to remember about the common good is that the people who talk about it the most are the people who really want to just assemble and collect all of what they consider the common good for themselves, and then they yeah. get to be the arbiters of what the common exactly. good actually is. No, and, you're right. I mean, it's a common Marxist playbook. Jeez, man. It's frightening. Do you think they know that, David? Or are they just suckers? Because it's <laughs> there is a difference, and I think there are people in two different camps. Some are just clueless, and some know yeah. exactly what they're doing, and it's hard to tell who's who. Well, I think it all it all is sourced by the same bad actors who are actually Marxist. They like the idea yeah. of a communist uh, one-world vision, um, and they have been... Uh, you know, exalted over the last several decades as experts in academia and in world affairs and in trade and economics, and here's all the good things that can happen. So then you have captains of industry getting involved in it because they figure out a way to make a cheap buck off of outsourcing to China, India, et cetera. They can, and then you have actual liberal dopes who don't even realize that they're espousing the same one-world vision of Karl Marx that has led to uh, what uh, nearly two centuries of death and destruction from his stupid religion. Right, exactly. It's so strange, too, because you'll hear, you know, like the other day I heard a conversation, a couple of people talking about going to Ireland on a golf trip. And you could do it where you would stay away from what is known as the touristy parts to get a real sort of Irish experience. And here's where you would go, these places in Dublin or you know, these places southwest in the country, and you would get a real taste for, you know, Irish culture sort of thing, not just the tourist stuff. And it seems like this really cool sort of pleasant experience. And then the next day, it seems like all hell's breaking loose in Ireland. Right. And then you hear this stuff, and you're like, all of a sudden, you know, I have, I don't want to go there. That doesn't sound like fun. Right. I was like, uh, just as many kooks there as anywhere else. I don't understand. The thing it. is, they they believe it. I think she believes it. It sounds and that and way. when you have the low information people who do it because all the cool kids are doing it, this whips them into a frenzy. Well, you don't you figure a lot of people, you know, not everybody, but there's a good number of people that are just good hearted people that want the best for everybody. And they're duped by this. Oh, yeah, we don't want to hurt anybody. Right. And they're just suckered in by that that's why because there's be, no real that's sense why of you history. Have to become jaded like us. It'll take time. Yeah, you don't get sucked in like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. Give it time. You'll get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody gets there. All right. I know we got to move. That part of the show, do it every day. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Oh, Jimmy Fallon is in some trouble. Uh Uh-oh. From the the Rainbow Mafia. See, there's the new Hunger Games movie coming out, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and one of the people starring in it is transgender. Okay. He's a man who says he's a woman. And as uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon was wrapping up the segment, uh, Fallon leans in and says, congratulations, bud. And now 
the actor in question didn't react at all to it was pretty much okay with it i mean didn't didn't seem to take offense but man the people on the the activist class oh my gosh <laughs> they were freaking out <laughs> fans found it demeaning to transgender people arguing the term was a subtle way of referring to schaefer as a male which he actually is but don't tell them that because they're mentally ill um uh, one person wrote, as if I didn't have reason enough to hate Jimmy Fallon, he takes this opportunity to show that he doesn't see Hunter as the beautiful, immaculate queen sitting oh, before goodness. him. To my cis readers, I hope you don't see this as an overreaction, but Buddy is unquestionably male-coded. But apparently some people have started uh, surface resurfacing clips where he referred to people like Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, and many other young female actually female artists as bud he is just like a it's supposed to be a homespun thing that he does got it okay so it would include sort of anybody that way as a woman or any menstruating person yeah whatever yeah, yeah. Say, but yeah fine by the way do you know in the actual movie does this person play a transgender person or i have is, no idea i don't know either What's it? Spiders and snakes? What is the name of this thing? The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Okay. Because you wonder, because remember, in Hollywood over the last few years, you can't act anymore. You actually have to right. be that sort of person to play it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, you know, like Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man years ago, that would have been some sort of appropriation. No, definitely. That no. part should have went but to But this guy's else. not appropriating if he's playing a woman. Because he is a woman. No, he's not, though. Yeah, well, he is. But can't you make the argument he's really not? He's acting well, like you one. You could make that argument, sure. But, I mean, after all, he says he is. The proclamation is there, my friend. Therefore, he is. So then could Dustin Hoffman say, well, I'm. He could. Okay. Well, he couldn't then, but he can now. He can now. Right. Got it. Then it was sort of an anomaly. But it only works with gender. It doesn't work with race. No. no. We know that no, from Rachel no. Dolezal. Or when you need real height-challenged people in a movie, you can't hire people to be that unless they really are. Got it. Got it? So height's different. Well, the, the Munchkin debate that's gone yeah, yeah, on yeah. for years now. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay, moving on then. For What's Your Story, Scott, what do you got today? Elizabeth Warren tweeted out, and I don't know where this came from, but uh, I again, a couple of different sources today. It read like it was a mock thing, but apparently it's real. She said, we don't need another private equity deal. That could lead to higher food prices for consumers. Now, apparently, there is a private equity company that is attempting to buy right now Subway. Okay, wants to buy Subway. Oh, yeah. And it turns out this same company owns Jimmy John's and McAllister's Deli. <laughs> this needs to stop. She wants the FTC involved in this, investigating whether the purchase of Subway is the same firm that owns all the rest of them as well. And if they are, it creates, in her words, a sandwich shop monopoly. <laughs> I mean, Big Sandwich must be stopped. <laughs> what an insult to Pocahontas, isn't it? <laughs> These are the most unserious jack wagons on the planet. She's looking out for you. Gosh dang it. And the prices you pay for sandwiches. Big Sub. Yes. Uh, for my story today, for what's your story? Well, I don't know if you heard about this controversy. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Daryl Hall is suing John Oates. Can't do it. Can't put up with it. But we don't know exactly why. Well, I've heard, I've heard a lot of different things. Like, it's 
copyright and it's selling the catalog and it's the amount of money paid and the songwriting credits and all that crap that goes with music superstardom. Yeah, according to Axios, um, they have a Nashville reporter reported on this suit that, yeah, it doesn't say exactly what it is, but to what you just alluded to, Scott, there's something to do with some sort of rights and songwriting yeah, and all, all that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you throw in there. Somebody's getting screwed, and, you know, John Oates should thank God every day he met Daryl Hall. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, do you know? Because I don't know this. I'm not a fan. You're a fan. Well, I like him, yeah. D- David is a fan. Mm-hmm. You almost went to see him live in concert yeah, a number was, of years back. It was going to be a few hundred dollars. and I, I've um, seen him twice. Mm. And it was great? Yeah. I saw him on the Big Bamboom tour. That was my last time I saw him. Okay. Um, well. I, if I didn't know David, he could have come with me. Do you know for a fact, then, that John Oates didn't have a hand in writing these songs? I don't know that for a fact, but let's look at the career trajectory of both artists well did david did he have a huge daryl hall daryl did daryl hall have a huge career solo after hall and i played a couple of his songs on top 40 can you name one of them dream time was one of them so not so much well no i mean together they obviously the name brand alone was worth you know who knows how many you know radio stations that globbed onto it just because it was them Okay, but still, I mean... Well, Daryl Hall's got the show he put out, Live from Daryl's House and all that stuff. But maybe without John Oates, the secret sauce wasn't there. Maybe he had something to do. I don't know Well, I think they tried. (laughs) Maybe John Oates... You know, he did an interview, this was a little while back, talking about what these songs really meant. You know what, like, uh... um, Well, I, I can't go for that. You know what that's about? No. The record industry... Oh, okay. Um, oh, like Maneater. Do you know what that song's about? I imagine it's about a woman. It is not. What's it about? New York City. Oh, it's Maneater in New York City. Okay. You go there looking for power, fame, I get and it. it'll yeah. eat you up. But you could, you could make that into a, about a, some awful female relationship you got into as well. You could. I'm just yeah. saying John Oates did this interview where he was explaining what these songs were really about. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just bringing it up because I thought... It's not getting well, a lot when of you attention. Get but... Live from John Oates' house, when that becomes a <laughs> sensation, you let me know. <laughs> Maybe just once a quiet retirement. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it sucks when this. With these two guys Hall, are though, fighting. It, it's different when you're the voice of the band. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I understand. You heard Daryl like chirp in on some background vocals occasionally. I think he yes. actually took lead on a couple of things when early on in their career. Okay. I mean, the best song they ever did had James Hetfield singing it. James Hetfield? That, that's what I always thought. What was that? One of the all-time great matchups, in my opinion. <laughs> no, Paul and Oates had obviously a great career. Not my thing, but... Yeah. This is weird, man. It's fun to hear this again. <laughs> yes, that's fun. There you go. So the next time you hear, no can't do. I can't go for that. You'll hear it in a completely different way. Okay. Much more to get to. You know, there's a lot of travel over Thanksgiving weekend. Did you see, hear about the woman that pulled her pants down on the plane? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that much more coming up Friday.
Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Mommy, I don't feel good. Oh, well, let me check you for fever. I've got this exergen thermometer. Just sweep it across your forehead and... Ooh, 100.5. Yeah, you're staying home today. That sure was fast and easy, just like at the doctor's office. Mm Mm-hmm. Doctors recommend these exergen thermometers. Clinically accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies, get your exergen thermometer at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Have you heard this controversy with the Vice President Kamala Harris? <laughs> no. Picture online has the gas stove. Uh oh. That's a no no. Mm. Was it what was was that over the holidays? Yes. Was taken. Mm. Yes. Was she cooking for the family? That I don't know. Mm. Oh, well. You know, CNN's uh, uh, climate reporter says that that's basically like having. Uh, vehicle idling in your kitchen. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure it is, bud. Sure. Okay. Yeah, all the climate crazies. So you saw, you know, all the news over the, you know, extended weekend travel, record travel. Oh, yeah. And then this flight from Philly down to Florida is pretty crazy. Hey! Yeah, it was from Philadelphia. That's where it started. It ends up in Florida. This woman on the plane all of a sudden is saying, I've got to pee. Okay, well, there was a line. Oh, well. And, and, but she feels like she's got to go now. Oh, boy. And right in the aisle, she drops her drawers. In the aisle of the plane? Yeah, in the aisle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw part of the video. It's nuts, man. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? Ooh. And then it's cut out. She's like, I don't give a bleep. Oh, no boy. bleep you. I got to pee. Oh, God. Yes, you could tell yeah. by the reaction of people, no one wanted to see it. Right. No. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Nobody. Well, that's yeah. gross. Oh, it's terrible. This, this, 
that's one woman that was interviewed that was one of the passengers um, said, oh, that poor little boy. Because there was a little kid that was oh, right down the aisle. No. Like, he's going to be scarred. Forever. Oh, no doubt. This is bad news all the way around. Ugh. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Terrible story out of Burlington, Vermont, David. Yeah, yeah, it is. Burlington, Vermont, a man is under arrest. He was arraigned this morning uh, for allegedly shooting three college students who were visiting over the weekend for the Thanksgiving holidays. Um, The three students are Palestinian-American, and a bunch of uh, lobbyists and activists are pushing for hate crime charges to be made. That was brought up during the arraignment this morning as well as they entered a uh, not-guilty plea um, but as the story goes now, the three men were on a walk Saturday evening when a 48-year-old dude named Jason Eaton uh, confronted them and then shot them. Yeah, saw the coverage of that. Yeah. yeah, the cops arrested Eaton yesterday afternoon at his home, which is right next to the spot where the three men were shot. So to me, and I, I, again, I have no idea what happened. We're supposed to be hearing an update sometime today from the police and the mayor, Um but this has all the makings of, well, something that it's not being reported as it as it is being. Boy, I thought the same thing when I saw it. I'm like, how do they know this already? Talk about jumping to conclusions. Holy cow. Yeah. What do you think it was? Well, I, I mean, it, to me, it, it, it just seems odd to me that a guy would run out of his apartment and just see three dudes who happen to be on a walk. And say, mm-hmm. oh, you're Palestinian. I know they right. were wearing the scarves, apparently. Yeah. And then just, like, shoot him and then run back into his house. That that doesn't make sense to me. Now, senseless crimes do happen. So yeah. maybe he did see them and say, oh, you know, screw the Palestinians. And he went out and did that. And if that's the case, then, yeah, slap him with hate crime charges by all means. But, but that, they're jumping the gun a little bit because you don't know, was there yeah. any more to the story? And it's lot, not like there aren't lunatic randos out there just shooting people. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Any time, or I'll just say this, over the past several years, every time there has been a story that comes out that seems to align with a narrative the media wants right. to be going on, uh, and you get this neat little package that says, oh, look, here is, you know, I'm reminded of the Jesse Smollett thing. Everybody oh, yeah. just said, oh, yeah, that's a fact that he was assaulted in the middle of the night on a frigid day uh, in Chicago by MAGA hat wearing bros because everybody knows who Jesse Smollett is, apparently. Boy, you remember when that story broke? Yeah. I remember my first reaction something ain't right. Yeah. This ain't right. And then you get people, oh, you're racist. Right. No, it just doesn't seem right. No. You know, wait, let's find out. So, yeah, maybe maybe it'll know. turn out. I mean, Bernie Sanders, this is his backyard. Yeah. Maybe that's the hotbed for white supremacy after all. You that know? does not make any sense. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of seems to me like maybe there was actually something yeah. else going on, and it's not the 
uh, anti-Palestinian hate crime the media want it to be. Yeah, we'll see. Certainly keeping an eye on that. Meanwhile, did you see the lies from the firemen? Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Uh, Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman, who famously doesn't know what fire alarms do. <laughs> yeah, he he's the guy. Who's Smart guy. Going... When you said fireman, I thought you really meant fireman. No. <laughs> that was so weird. Okay, now I get it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the member of Congress who, uh, who pulled a fire alarm to delay a vote on uh, keeping the government open. Now he no, says he thought it would open the doors. He thought that the fire alarm thing that that's labeled fire alarm right would open the door somehow even though he never he pulls the fire alarm and never turns back to check to see if the doors are open. No. Well, he when he grew up that was alarm. code for a uh, garage release. Yes. Right. <laughs> Maybe he thought that the fire alarm there actually opened up another set of emergency exit doors. I'm not <laughs> exactly. really sure. I'm not a mind reader. Anyway, well, he even though he doesn't know what fire alarms do, he was brought on MSNBC to talk about the complexities of Israel and the Palestinians. Oh, no. Oh, listen to this nonsense. Myself, as a sitting member of Congress, could not walk through certain checkpoints in the West Bank because I wasn't Jewish. So we're using rhetoric, but our policies aren't matching the rhetoric, and our policies aren't matching the urgency of the moment. No, first know of all, what that gobbledygook means. Uh, first of all, we all know that if he can't get through a door, he's going to find the nearest fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so, never stopped him before. I, either, either in this case, he's just straight up lying, or he's an idiot and didn't really grasp what his guide was telling him about where there are parts of the West Bank where there are no go zones for Israelis and no go zones for uh, Palestinians. Because of the threat of violence. I mean, that, that actually cuts both ways. Did you see the people that came out online? Said the guy's flat out lying. Yeah. People that were on that trip said th he's lying. The separation is between Palestinian and Israeli, um, which includes Isra Israeli Muslims and foreigners, um, and that he's just flat out lying about this. Like, it's made up. And you wouldn't be surprised because you already know this guy's character. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be called out, except conservative media, but that's the reality. They just lies, and this guy's an open racist. If you look at all the things that he said in the past, but again, doesn't get called on that. That's just the way it rolls. I don't know if you happen to see this story, and you know, it's kind of par for the course. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself: if you're a resident of Washington D.C. in a neighborhood that's not great. You can't be happy with this news of the mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser, on this trip to Dubai for climate change. Yeah. The mayor of your town, climate change is so important, they're leaving town when you have record murders in your town. It's falling apart, and you're leaving to go talk about climate change. Where does the money come from? Right. Shouldn't you use the money for more cops, something, something to fight the murder spree that's happening in your own town? Absolutely not. This United Nations Climate Change Conference is very important. There's mayors of U.S. cities that got to come and support this and, you know, learn and be educated. Wow. So, yeah, her office released uh, this pressure that said she will join leaders from across the globe for the first ever local action climate summit. Hosted by the COP28 presidency and Bloomberg 
uh, philanthropies. She will first visit uh, Qatar to engage with leaders on the issues of infrastructure, sports, and education, as well as promote Washington, D.C. as a destination for investment and tourism in partnership with the D.C. Chamber of Commerce. I don't know, man. Maybe I don't understand all that gig entails. I just can't imagine if you're a citizen of that town that you're happy that that's where your mayor's at. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. What? Why? Why would they even invite her? Or did she invite herself? How does that work? I mean, how do you? How does the DC, the failed mayor of DC, get oh, invited to anything? You're a useful pawn. Yeah, it's yes. it's not about accomplishments or anything else. It's about what you can do for whatever investor wants you at that event. Mm-hmm. That that's there's a lot of money to. in that. The more people you get on your side, and she'll come back and talk about you know this incredible threat we face, climate change. I don't know how well that's going to work with the citizens of D.C., but, you know, we'll see. I don't know if you happen to see this on a lighter note. Uh, what was in the New York Post, different places, was all over online. This woman had her dog, this husky shepherd mix named Jack, get hammered on Baileys and vodka. What? The dog apparently somehow knocked over a bottle of Baileys, got its paws Ooh, up. Buddy. And it was about half full, and then there was a bottle of vodka. And I think the way she says it here, what the cap wasn't all the way on, and he knocked that over too, and then it leaked out. He's just lapping it up. Oh no! Oh yeah, the dog is hammered. Now, do you think it's funny when a dog is drunk and walking sideways and slipping on its paws and going down? Yeah, not you, really. You don't? Not really. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> I may laugh when I see it. I don't know. I don't even know if you'll, you know. This, the top is not all the way on. That was more than halfway full. Jack, try to walk. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> it's not funny, but my dog is drunk and I don't know what to do about it. It's not funny, but even she can't help laughing. Um, Dog's okay. Just in case you're wondering. vomited like 800 times, I'm sure. Buddy. Yes. Jeez. Well, and it's not like she did it on purpose like people used to do back in the day. I don't know if they still do that or not. Well, they would actually give dogs drinks of beer and stuff like that just to watch it get drunk. That was pretty cruel. She she knew she noticed something was up with the dog when she caught him trying to call his father <laughs> on the phone. Hello, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Drunk. Do you know what they did with my testicles? <laughs> oh, goodness dog gracious. O, dog Uber. Something tells me, David, somewhere in college you witnessed at a party or something, yeah. somebody blowing pot smoke in a dog's face. That's uh, not cool. No, I had a I had a cat um, that uh, would sit near us when we were Im- imbibing and partaking. Yeah. And her... What she would always do, and nobody blew smoke in her face, but she was okay. in the room, and it was a tiny, right. crappy little apartment. So, yeah, I mean, she inhaled a little bit. Man. Now, I'm, not, I'm not proud of that. I'm, I'm not saying it was funny. However, she always had the same reaction after about 10 minutes in the room. Okay. She would go use the litter box, drink the entire bowl of water, <laughs> eat some food, and then go nap in the other room. <laughs> Which is also what I would do. Weirdly, right? Enough. Exactly. I mean, yeah. You know. Right. Eventually, you start acting like your pets if you if you have them long enough. Yes. Well, at least 
the cat didn't have, you know, authority to go to the sound system and pick the music. Because right. that would have been terrible. <laughs> you know that. Want to hear Ted Nugent? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd have been Pink Floyd, some bad album cut, something like that. Maguma. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Biden economics gaslighting. It's a it's a new one. You'll want to hear straight ahead. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Oh, well, let's check her temp with the exergen thermometer. You're right. These exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. There's an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MBCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Saw this piece on Bidenomics. This has been talked about a lot over the last several months. Bidenomics is working. It is actually working. Yeah. Golly. Heard it again and again and again. Guess what? Bidenomics is working. Right. Mm -hmm. Then there was the big push before Thanksgiving. Look at how all these prices have come down. Which is ridiculous. Inflation's down. Yeah, David, you pointed this out several times. Yeah, well, it's it's it, inflation is just uh, the rate of inflation is not as high as it was last right. year, right? Which is not really the same as what most people think of with, with lower inflation. Right. It's one of those things where if you're an econ one hundred and one guy, you can understand where there's the element of truth in it. But for practical matters, where they're trying to talk to the American people about how costs are lower. Well, they're yes. not lower. And so no. it, it just becomes a lie. And people see through it. When yeah. you look at the polling, especially with the economy, Trump versus Biden, it's not even close. No. And that has a lot of people in Biden's camp frustrated. And they keep talking about the messaging. We got to do better with the messaging. 
And, you know, the Wall Street Journal pointed it out, several other places saying, okay, if you look at just this reality check, the regular unleaded gasoline you buy to fuel up is on average 70% more expensive than it was three years ago. So it may have come down, but it's still way up from where it was when Biden took over. You know, and the same thing with the food. But they'll continue to say, hey, at 3.2% annual inflation is now down 65% from the peak. Gas prices are below $3.40 a gallon. So all this is good. But as it says in the piece, well, that's profoundly dishonest. The 3.2% inflation rate is nearly three times the 1.2% rate that Biden inherited. It's down 65% only because the Biden administration... Uh, let it skyrocket to 9.1%. Right. Well, again, it's the analogy that I've used uh, repeatedly now is if I spent a year <laughs> giving Scott Robbins vicious purple nurples mm-hmm. every yes. day of the week, and then next year I say, hey, look, I'm only going to give you purple nurples that make you bleed a little bit Monday through Thursday, Scott. That's a 20% reduction in the number of purple nurples that I'm giving you. Now, you, could, now you might say, hey— but I'm still getting vicious purple nurples four days out of the week, and I don't right. like that very much. You could just stop it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say you got a twenty percent reduction. Right. Absolutely. Yes. That's the purple nurple index. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Most economists look at that. It is true. Yeah, the yeah. Federal Reserve really keeps a close eye on the purple nurple index. Yeah. Yes. The PNI for right. for short. Yes. Say guy's name on MSNBC, Paul Waldman. So you know what this is about. The conservative media right, and course. the associated echo chamber relentless in its insistence that with a Democrat, the White House, America is a land of unending misery and despair. That's what it's all about. Again, man, when you look at the percentages as far as media go, conservative media is not close to legacy media as far as eyeballs and right. consumption. Uh, my goodness, man. So all of a sudden, you know, because Twitter is a place or X now that people can share ideas you're freaking out that some of that truth is getting out yep goodness yeah. gracious oh here's the last thing about this as far as well hey wages gone up not when adjusted for inflation or well, w- adjusted um where's this part yeah adjusted for inflation, for inflation yeah all employees it stood at eleven dollars and five cents in october march 2020 when the pandemic started it was eleven dollars and ten cents it's actually down you don't hear that talked about a whole no, lot either. No. And, yeah, I mean, people are looking for value. It leads me into this story, completely different story. So if you're going to college, say, at Northwestern near Chicago, and you see the local restaurant has a dollar burrito event, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. So this would have been not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Heck, yeah. You're going to get some burritos. Heck, yeah. For a buck? Oh, boy. Um, it's now been linked to a possible norovirus outbreak. Oh, God. They were taken at home. The students were, mm. Oh, boy. Mm. said, so, yeah, sometimes called the stomach flu. Uh, it's usually caused by someone not washing their hands after they use the bathroom. Oh, mm-hmm. Then preparing food. Oh, boy. Highly contagious, easy to pass on to other yep. people. It was a place called Big Wig Tacos and Burritos. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right away. Red flags everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Big wig burrito. Is that like a drag queen burrito place or what? Sure, man. But students started showing up at the university health clinic 
with the symptoms. Uh, Not clear how many people got sick, but Bigwig said they were taking immediate and comprehensive measures to address the situation. <laughs> this is the Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today, David? The norovirus. It's <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. It's, I know, man. I, I had an extra norovirus with yeah, my burrito, I, please. I had that. My kids brought it home from daycare uh, when they first started. And that was, I, a, yeah. that was a weekend to remember. Let me tell you, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Everybody's been through it, mm. one form or another. Yeah, that's, I didn't, I didn't that's even a sad get a, weekend. I didn't even get a dollar burrito out of it either. That's, no, you got nothing. That's the pain Just clean up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, one of the big stories is, you know, hostages being released. Uh, get the latest on that. Um, and transgender people experience the highest rates of long COVID. Is that really a story? We'll get to that as well. Straight ahead. David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. You see all these stories about this Israel-Hamas war being a liability for Joe Biden in the polls. Yeah. Yeah, for because he doesn't side with Hamas enough, you mean? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, well, the Palestinians, Scott. Oh, that's I'm what sorry. the left says. I'm sorry. Yes, he's yeah. siding with Israel, the occupiers. Yes, the occupiers. You think that's as simple as it is, David? Yeah, I think, uh, well, uh, again, I mean, I think there are a group of people who, who just really and truly hate the Jews and don't think that they should have a place in the Middle East. Um, and then there are a lot of people who have been brainwashed by those people. Yes, and we really had no idea that it was as deep as it is until all of this happened. Yeah, because you, you try to have some people, and, and especially I don't want to say older, but people over the age of 35, let's just say liberals over the age of 35 who will say, well, no, we're talking about Israeli policy here uh, towards the Palestinians. And that's what we can have a nuanced conversation about this. And I'm like, well, that's fine. But when you have your little, you know, Hitler youth kids on mm -hmm. your side of the aisle who are marching from the river and chanting from the river to the sea, it makes it really hard to believe you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you yes. when you got there's people, a huge difference here. You got people cheering on, you know, long live the Intifada and all all that stuff. Like, no, that's actual calls for genocide. Yes, as I've mentioned before, this isn't like when I was younger. Save the whales. Right. <laughs> this isn't no. a group coming together for you know some common cause because you want to feel good about yourself. This is wiping out Israel. It's a completely different circumstance. I mean, you can say, well, they're young and stupid, but somebody better educate them fast. Mm -hmm. and I don't know how you do that. I mean, they're brainwashed. Oh, I don't know how you do it either. I, I think it's a it, really, I hate to say it, but maybe an entire lost generation here. Well, one thing that does happen, or it, you see it again and again, the left eats itself sooner or later. Eventually, yeah. You know, just give it time. But, yeah, it's... It's a tense time in the world. There's no doubt about it. You know, that's why I'm I'm glad I'm the oldest guy on this show because I probably won't live long enough to see it all yeah. 
crumble. Well, that's a happy thought. Welcome back from the break. <laughs> well, you know, I'll be long planted by then. You got your kids, my well, my daughter and my grandkids will have to deal with it. Yeah, that's the spirit. But yeah, I don't care. I'm dead. What do I care? Because you wanted to be a good place. I'm kidding, to be. of course. I'm kidding, of course. But if I do come back, I'm going to haunt like hell some of these people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've said this before, and I really do believe this to be true. If we had an honest media, it would be different. Yes. But we don't. And I mean, and that's around the world. This Reuters thing, David, you saw this story. Oh, man. Yeah, so Reuters uh, on Saturday was reporting on 13 Israeli hostages that were released. They're talking about a group of women and children. Um, one of the hostages was three years old uh, that was released that day. There was another that was, what, in her 60s, I believe, um, talking about Saturday specifically. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, how Reuters framed it was Hamas releases 13 more Israeli soldiers and four foreign nationals to the Red Cross in a second exchange. They weren't soldiers. No. That's kind of the point. That's why it was so horrifying what happened on October 7th. Yes. What got mentioned again and again and again was children, little kids, yeah. and the elderly. Yeah. Oh, no, Israeli soldiers, mm -hmm. according to Reuters. You got to be kidding. I mean, is, they're not even trying, it doesn't yeah. seem. It's not like, I mean, what are you, you what is a, the three-year-old supposed to be like SEAL Team 6 or something? I don't understand. Right. No. Oh, when you become makes no sick. sense. Yes. It just makes no sense. No. Okay, another story out there, and I had not heard this one, um, but researchers are saying that transgender people experience the highest rates of long COVID. Yeah, long COVID is one of these really interesting, I, I guess you could say subplots of the whole pandemic. Because if you haven't heard about it, there's this uh, theory out there that some people who get COVID um, have very long-term uh, and, and terrible after effects for, I mean, and are still dealing with it, they said. Yeah. Now, the interesting part is that if you, if you sort of pick at that scab a little bit more, it mm -hmm. tends to be very, very prevalent in deep blue regions of the country, which lock down the hardest. So to okay. me, I wonder, I, maybe there is something to it. I don't know. Uh, and I, I suspect we really won't know for a long time if there is something to long COVID. But it does actually seem like a lot of it is a mental game. Not saying everybody's being a hypochondriac, but boy, it really does seem like a lot of people who got freaked the hell out about COVID are continuing to get freaked the hell out about COVID. Well, also. And so, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but also, can you extend some sort of benefits you get from the government by having something called long-haul COVID? That That's I, a good question. You know, and, and again, I don't have the answer to that other than, you know, played the disability game myself, and I completely get it. I mean, if you claim you're disabled, that something is wrong with you, and you get one doctor to go along with you, you're golden. Right. I mean, I think long COVID is tougher to prove than you after your heart attack. Well, right. yeah, but you could say, well, I'm tired all the time. I'm just exhausted. I don't right. know why. And all of a sudden, you're on disability. I, I'm just curious. I don't know what those numbers are. Well, well, one thing that we learned time and time again, and it's with a number of different things that you hear, and it's drilled into people's mind, that people of color are disproportionately affected by fill-in-the-blank. Yeah. And this is another one. Well, 
Yeah, and this one is uh, from the U.S. Census Bureau saying that uh, trans people, uh, transgender people, have the highest rates of long COVID. The share of people who had COVID and developed long COVID by gender, uh, men, 22%, women, 32%. Those numbers still seem really high to me. Yeah, me too. But transgender people, 46%. Like half, And then I half? say, okay, hold on a second. What you're saying is that a group of people with a wide array of mental illnesses might believe they're the victims of something called long COVID. Yep. That, to me, kind of backs up the idea yeah. that the long COVID thing, maybe there are a few cases where it's true, where it just irreparably damaged your lungs and you can't get enough right. oxygen. I don't know. But boy, this kind of points to the idea that there is some hypochondriacs out there. Yes, very much so. But you get by with it because there's no outward symptoms. Right. Well, some people are saying it's like it's like people who recovered from polio. Like, What? No, there are actual physical symptoms when right, somebody's had polio. polio. Yes. yes, that's what I mean. I mean, you're taking somebody's word for it. Yep, fatigue, feeling lethargic. Yeah, I can't work. I can't concentrate. I things. can't blah blah. You know. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things. Well, here you go. Here's a check from the government. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're thinking. I'm sorry I go that way because I'm a little bitter, to be honest with you. On well, you could have milked it for a while. I could have, but I didn't, and hell, it didn't matter anyway. I'm still paying back the rest of my life. Yeah. Can you work six hours? Okay, you're off. Nobody <laughs> told me that. Ah. <laughs> to be fair, David and I tried to talk you through some things, but you wouldn't have it. I know. I wanted to get back to work. I didn't want to sit around and do nothing. It was making me crazy. Yeah, I know, but there were limits that you could have put on it, too. Oh, I could have, yeah. But anyway, what's done is done. It's already over with. You felt I, thankful over Thanksgiving, didn't you? Yeah, I got to keep working out to pay it off, what I owe them. Yeah. Yes. Um, but go ahead. No, yeah, I did feel, yeah, thankful, yes. I don't know if you saw this making the rounds totally different, but, <laughs> and this piece actually came out like five years ago from Vice. Um, it was a hundred ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Educate me, please. Well, I mean, it's it's like a comedy piece. Uh, you know, do you actually... I'll, I'll tell you this first. So, End Wokeness, which is a fun follow yeah. on X, said, okay, in the end of all of this, this is what you end up figuring out. One, don't move out of our neighborhoods. White flight is racist. Mm -hmm. Yes. Two, don't move into our neighborhoods. Gentrification is right. racist. Yes. So, what should you do? I don't yeah. know. Three, don't help starving black kids in Africa. White saviorism is racist. See, that's me. I thought it was just being a good person. Four, don't ignore the starving black kids in Africa. Ignoring black suffering is racist. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Okay. Five, don't avoid our culture. That's racist. Six, don't engage in our culture. Cultural appropriation is racist. And it goes on and on and on. And, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of truth in that. There's been a number of people over the last five to ten years that have been very confused. Like, I'm not quite sure what I was supposed to do now because I, what I was doing I thought was helpful, but apparently it's not helpful. The rules keep changing. Mm -hmm. So what are you to do? Now, as far as the whole bit, do you want me to bring this up as far as the vice piece? I, Some of the things that you could do? I am kind of interested in this. Okay. All right. Give me like 10 minutes. Okay. All right. And I'll lay it out for you. 
it's a it's like I know. unintentional comedy it's the best way i'm, I'm afraid to talk to people who don't look like me. yeah you know because I, I, I don't know what to say no, i would but, say the wrong thing but but here's the thing is that i know exactly zero black people who think that way you got to yeah. always remember that is that the vast majority of yes. people regardless of their race don't actually think this way you're absolutely right. I'm sorry, man. I'm taking off my game right now. I'll tell you exactly what happened. So I sent myself this story because I thought that in wokeness thing was just funny to me. If we had a chance to bring it up. Wasn't planning on going to the Vice thing. So in my own email, I'm looking. It doesn't have the full Vice story, but you can click on Vice. I click on Vice, but it's right where it says identity. I don't even know what that is. What just came up, this is the LGBTQ part of ICE. Okay. And what is staring at me, this is a story called The Rise of the Nudist Barbershop. And there's some guy's naked butt, and he's got the scissors <laughs> there and, and clippers. I'm like, listen, I didn't even mean, I didn't even know what I was doing. I thought I was getting to the story about 100 ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. I didn't want this. Oh, buddy. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't want to be naked around somebody with clippers. Sorry. No, I don't either. No, I don't want to see that picture. Does, click do off. you have to be naked to sit in the chair or just the barber? I don't know. Oh. You can look that up on Vice. Seems like that want. would be itchy to me. Yes. Okay, you guys do your own research on that. Like, if you want to bring it into the show, that's fine. Like to hose you down afterwards, you know, right, get all exactly. that hair off like, of you. you like know? Andy Dufresne at the beginning of Shawshank, mm, you know, they exactly. just kind of like throw the lie on you. Right. I'm switching gears. <laughs> I'm going... I'm going to holiday shopping, something else. Oh, I know you hate the word hack, David, not because that you have anything against actual hacks, but if it's a life hack, yeah, you okay. hate that terminology. Yeah. Uh, this is called a holiday hack. Here we go. It's a new trend. Okay. Don't know if you heard about it. Um, and mainly for ladies because they're, you know, buying a bunch of presents, you know, presents for the kids and everything else. And then you're just looking for some peace to be able to wrap the presents without being interrupted. The new trend is... Women are renting out hotel rooms to wrap presents in peace. That's what they tell their husbands anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this this lady it's gone viral. She books a room for herself, leaves her kids at home so she doesn't have to be sneaky with the gifts and it doubles as a weekend getaway when she needs one at the most stressful time of the year. Last year she booked a couple of nights, watched TV while she wrapped, ordered takeout, had a few beers. People online embracing the idea, coming up with some tweaks. For example, you can make it more affordable by joining with a few other parents and renting an Airbnb together. God. <laughs> I knew you'd shake your head on that one, Scotty. So dumb. Oh, I, <laughs> I just, you know, I, to go down the whataboutism what uh, road a little bit, mm -hmm. that's a trend that could only be started by a woman on social media. It's 100 percent true. Because if a dude said, "Yeah, I mean, to, I, I just want some peace and quiet after you know in the middle of the busy holiday season, so I rent a hotel room and then I wrap a few gifts." Privilege, that would be, right? Toxic masculine. Oh, so she's just your caregiver? Then she's just <laughs> right. She's yeah. your living maid, is what you're saying, <laughs> Mister Man? Yes, it's yes. so true, dude. Very true. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It'd be your choice whether or not you want to get to that other vice story about nude barbershops. Well, I don't. Of course. Yeah. 
get to that. Oh, Elizabeth Warren in the news about Obamacare. This is really rich. A lot coming up right here. an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MBCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, be 21. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. References piece. It was written like five years ago, but it was making the rounds online. Um, it's a hundred ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. I got my pencil ready. Yep. You want just to select few? Sure. Um, don't assume that all people of color share the same views. We are not a monolith. Well, wait then. Why do you have an entire article saying, here's how you can help every single black person? That's why it's unintentionally funny, David. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> no. Confused here. Asking the hard questions, David Van Camp. Yep. Uh, oh, don't refer to Africa as a country. It's a continent, and it's widely varied. Yes. Okay. Take a moment. That's oh. the advice. Stu's doing that. Never try and tell a person of color what is or isn't racist. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think I think I can tell if if you're so, being no. racist. Yeah. So, so if I see a bunch of Klansmen burning crosses in a front yes. yard, and I'm with my buddy who's black, I can't be. I can't say anything. What do you think about that one, Jared? You you think that's racist? You need to tell me. I don't know. I. Uh... Yeah, and don't endlessly complain about how terrible white people are. You are being that terrible white person huh. when you do that. I'm just reading from it. Okay. okay. All right. Um, understand that some days are even more mentally exhausting for people of color thanks to the news cycle. Try not to badger us for our opinions on the latest atrocity that's occurred. Let us grieve. That's number 20. 21. But when we do have something to say about it, listen. 
Okay. Don't ask, but listen. Yes. All I'm thinking is, who made you in charge? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, read books by people of color and then gives recommendations. Okay. Watch shows that are created by people of color. And then have a critical eye when watching TV and movies. How are they portraying people of color and why? What purpose does it serve? No, they're just characters, aren't they? I mean, isn't it like the people that you work with or the people that you go play sports with at the gym or music with? I mean, you're just people, aren't you? Isn't that what we're all supposed to be? No, that's racist. Yeah. Oh, wait, right I'm not supposed to say that. No. That's right, because you can't decide what's racist. I can't. Stay I... in your lane, Whitey. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp. Robert Shaw. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. David, you have a piece of audio. This is from today, correct? Yeah, from today. So April Ryan, uh, White House press corps member, yeah, asked about Stevie Wonder today. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. What happened to Stevie Wonder? Yeah. What happened to him? Yeah. What happened? Uh, well, apparently he's very concerned that the Biden administration is not doing enough for African Americans. Oh, Stevie Wonder is. Uh, Stevie. And Wonder. he told April Ryan that. Yes. Okay. And when she brings up this, her colleagues actually laugh at first. And then she says, no, 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 it's a serious question. And here, here I'll, I'll just, I'll roll out this. Uh, this conversation lasts like seven minutes. So wow. I had to cut out a lot of the, of the conversation because okay. it just goes in circles about okay. Stevie Wonder and his concern for America. Um, I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder last night, who is... I love Stevie Wonder. Again, for the serious question, oh, I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder last night. Okay, well, one, it's a serious question. Oh, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder yes. last night. Okay, I, that begins our, our question. Yeah. I like Stevie Wonder. I like his music. So do I. Yeah. But, I, I, again, you get the, the idea of being indignant that some people kind of laugh when you say, I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder last night. That you got some name dropping going on there. You kind of have to acknowledge that yeah. that's a weird way to start off a White House press briefing, right? It is. Yes. About in-depth. George conver- Clinton busy or? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Who is asking, requesting okay. a meeting with the president? He's very concerned about the black agenda falling along the wayside. Is this president amenable to meeting with Stevie Wonder, who has these concerns? And and you're right, April. What you just laid out in your question is incredibly important. Uh, And so we take that very, very seriously here. Can I just say a couple things about Stevie Wonder? He is indeed an icon. Yeah, and then it goes on. Uh, He's an icon. He's a civil rights icon, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Well, does does he get to meet the president or not? Well, let's see. April Ryan says, but he's very concerned. I had the in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder, yeah. and he's very concerned. Is okay. he going to get an audience with this president as he has in the past? But Stevie Wonder is not alone in this 
thought. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not alone in this thought. He's very upset, and he he's even looking at this, this issue of courting black males. I mean, he just wants to have a conversation with the deep. Is the president amenable? As he is a leader, as he has met with other presidents on major issues of rights, humanitarian rights, as well as civil rights. And look, you're right. It's not just an issue that Mr. Mr. Stevie Wonder has, right? Every That's my, my favorite thing is how she says Mr. Stevie, Mr. Wonder, Stevie Wonder because she can't bring herself to say Mr. Wonder. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, golly. <laughs> That is really odd, man. Mr., How uh, weird is what do, that? What do I say, Mr. Stevie? Mr. Stevie Wonder. Let's let's yeah, Mr. Stevie Wonder. Let's land on that one. <laughs> well, I want a yes or no on that. <laughs> well, well, she goes on. Okay. Talking about Mr. Stevie Wonder. Have you, right. As you know, we've met we'll, with civil rights leaders uh, multiple times, the president himself, the vice president as well, and have sat in rooms listening to them and listening to their concerns and also um, taking, their, taking in their feedback. So we've taken this very seriously, very seriously. That's why we've taken the actions that we've had throughout the past almost three years in this administration. That's why we're going to continue to be vocal about the importance of making sure that we keep an an op, an, a door of opportunity uh, uh, for communities. That's why when you think about his economy, what he's put forth on his agenda and policy, when you think about okay. all the policies that he's put forth, there's always been equity at the center of that. So this is something he takes seriously. Again, I don't have anything uh, to share about a meeting with Mr. Stevie Wonder, but obviously this is something <laughs> that both the president... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> It's just astounding. Well, April Ryan brings up like that that uh, uh, Stevie Wonder met with Ronald Reagan. There was a big push to get uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, the federal holiday in his honor, okay, uh, and all that. But at the time, Stevie Wonder actually had sway with the population. I'm not trying to just ding Stevie Wonder, but he's not the most relevant cat these days. No. So I'm not really sure what the win would be. The reason why he had that sway is because he was speaking out on 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 critical issues of civil rights and things like that yes. when he had a platform. And now I mean the only way he would get headlines is if he came out to admit that he's not actually blind. <laughs> you said so. that many times. Okay. Mr. Stevie oh, yeah, Wonder is not blind. I got a thoughts going through my head, and it's it's like ADD theater going on in my brain. And the first thing is, I have to ask: Has anyone else ever seen Stevie Wonder perform live? I have, I have too. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. All right, so that doesn't matter to anybody. Uh, but that's one thought. Another is, with all of these people that Joe Biden's talked to, okay, has he talked to one black conservative? Has he talked to? Clarence Thomas or no, Thomas Sowell, anybody man. no with different ideas, especially when you're talking about black men, younger. I mean, it's awful what's going on in the country as far as the death rate. What was the last percentage? If you are a young black male between 13 and 20, you're 400 times more likely to die than other people. Like than Asian American or white people, or it, it's crazy, and you could say, okay, society is failing them, but who, who is it exactly that are making the rules that put these guys in the situations they're in? They never really seem to want to do something about the problem, which is so frustrating for so many people that don't want to see it, that honestly care about people, 
And so April Ryan, it's almost like, you know, all of a sudden I'm going to play the note again. I'm going to play the racism note. Here it is. Joe Biden's not doing enough. What is he supposed to do? Whether it's Chicago, Baltimore, all these different people in charge have been in charge for decades. Well, I guess Stevie Wonder's got some answers. Yeah, right. Well, Stevie, go talk to these people. But it's weird no, that I'm, I'm sorry. April Ryan is all of a sudden out there as the liaison between Stevie Wonder and the White House. Guys, I'm sorry, but a little decorum. It's Mr. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Sorry. Okay? Mr. Stevie Wonder. Yes. There you go. Okay. Next, it'll be uh, Beyonce would like an audience yeah. with the president. That's Miss Beyonce. Yes. Yeah, I, Peter Ducey next week. Hey, I was talking to Willie Nelson the other day. Uh, he <laughs> wants to talk about the farmers. You got time for Willie, Joe? And legalizing weed nationally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. Wow, that is. That'd be, that'd be worth something. it just to hear her tie herself in a knot to say Mr. Willie. That would be really funny. <laughs> that would be great. We don't have time right now. Sometime we should do April Ryan's greatest hits because we can fill it. Well, that's on the that's on the list now. That yeah, one. You, yeah. Keep that in your notes. Need to do of that. all the things somebody would have said she was going to say, I know. Asking okay. for Stevie Wonder would not be one of them. But you had audio also, David, of Chris Christie. What is this audio? Well, Chris Christie, who remember was an advisor for the Trump twenty twenty campaign. Um, And he's a current presidential candidate, Chris Christie. He blames Trump for a rise in anti-Semitism in the United States. Trump? Yeah. Trump. Okay. Yeah, this was on CNN. Forget his son-in-law. Forget his grandkids. This should be interesting. This should be good. Go ahead. But look, when you show intolerance towards uh, everyone, which is what he does, um, you give permission as a leader uh, for others to have their intolerance come out. Who's he showing? Intolerance to what does he mean by that? I don't, who knows? You just say it. There's He's no example. Christian. Okay, all right. And so uh, you know, intolerance towards anyone encourages intolerance towards everyone, and that's exactly what's going on here. You know, in the end, um, look, I think that there have been a lot of people who contributed to it, and I believe Donald Trump's intolerant language and his intolerant conduct gives others permission to act the same. Just go away, we dude. Seriously. Where was, he, was this on ABC, David? Uh, this was on CNN. CNN. Yeah. Well, they get him because he can put Republican under his name, and he's criticizing right. Trump, and they love that. Yeah, it's like he's yeah. going after some other gig. Right. I mean, he's not to the Scarborough level yet, but he's on his way. Yeah. He will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Joe Scarborough saying Trump will execute people if he's elected. What I really need is to know what Mr. Stevie Wonder thinks about all of this. That's a great question. I have no idea. I want to hear him interviewed now. Somebody got to get him on the phone. I want to know. Good call, David. Stevie Wonder wants to talk to Benjamin Netanyahu about the current crisis. Of all the names today. Yeah, that's really I know. something. It is weird, isn't it? It is pretty strange. Yeah. Well, I mean, that can happen any day. You know what name came out of nowhere? Oscar Pistorius. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about this guy in 100 years, but all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Yeah. We got to get to that story because he's going to be released on parole. This is less than 11 years after murdering his girlfriend. Yeah. Shot her through the... She was in the bathroom, the bathroom door or something. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
We need to get to that. And did you see the thing that was making the rounds online? Different musical artists that are not good, not bad, just boring. <laughs> it's brutal. Holy smokes. We'll get to it all coming up right here. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Oh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The holidays are here. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaSteaks.com, promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So did you see the story about Oscar Pistorius? Yeah. He's going to be out of jail. Yeah, 11 years. I can't, I, it seems crazy that it's been 11 years ago. It doesn't seem like that long mm-hmm. ago, but it, it was. It does not. Yeah. He was, you know, he was the Olympic sprinter. Yeah, shot and killed his girlfriend. Carbon fiber prosthetic legs. He was like this feel-good story. Well, that was Blade Runner, right? Kind of guy. Who's yes. Run- yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And then to find out he was a different person than what a lot of people knew, and then you found out the different history of him, and it's just yeah. crazy that he's going to be released on parole. Yeah. Less than eleven years after, yeah, he killed his girlfriend, and you, you know, these stories take up so much attention while they're happening. Then you get years later. You can't remember the different parts and details of exactly what happened. Uh, But the one thing that you couldn't forget, at least for me, was the bad acting when he was on the stand. Oh, yeah. He was crying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long I was there for. (laughs) She wasn't breathing. There were some people saying, oh, who took an agenda? You know, uh, that's not fake. Right. 
But then you had, you know, all the body language experts saying, oh, no, 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 Here, here's the way you need to look at this. And here's why he was trying to muster this up. And then he went over the top with it. <laughs> that part. Mm. I mean, that was a long time ago. I remember at the time, can't, David, was it you or was it you, Scott? The sound, he said he sounded like a donkey. He did. I think it was probably me because David wasn't with the show then, I don't think. Well, David maybe put together a remix of him he with a donkey. Have, yeah. Oh, stop it. He did sound like a donkey. He did a little bit, yeah. Yeah. It, yes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way you just did that was far yeah. more well, comedic. He, but the thing is, she didn't he say he thought she was a burglar or something? Yes, yeah, that's she right. Was, yeah, yeah. Like pounded on the door of the bathroom or some kind of weird stuff, and he thought somebody was burglarizing him and... So you just shot into it? Yeah, but you went back to the part there where we're fighting and yeah, he was oh, yeah. insanely jealous and all that stuff. And... <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. There's, yeah. A yeah, that's a... there's a hint of jackass in there. Yeah, yes. there is. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. You can murder somebody and be Isn't out of prison it? in 11 years. 11 years. Dude, I mean, you hate to think of it this way, but if everyone knew they got that deal, it'd be a scary place, the world. Uh, Yeah. Oh, man. What country was he in again? I don't remember. What South Africa. That was it, South Africa. Yes. Oh, he had an incredible place, too. Soros picked their DAs, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the fix was in, a lot of people thought, early on. Yeah. Because there was a lot of influence, that sort of thing. Well, he was yeah. a big star. I mean, dude, I remember. Huge. Seriously, I'm not much for, like, watching Olympic sprinting. Uh, it's incredible what they do. It's just not my thing. I remember making sure to watch it because this was a fascinating story, how this guy had overcome. And then there was the blowback saying because of the prosthetic legs that he had some sort of advantage. Right. Do you have any recollection of that, yeah. David? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, okay. I sort of tangentially kind of paid attention to it, but not not fully. Yeah. Man, crazy. On a lighter note, this was going around online. Over the weekend, it was different musical acts that people said they're not good, not bad, just boring. Then the comments. Well, everybody's got opinions. Sure. It's just yeah. part of it. Uh, like Ed Sheeran. He had a monster superstar. Yeah. And I know a few times you said, I don't personally get it. Um, no. But can a million fans be wrong? That sort of thing. Right. It's not really for me, though, right? Yeah. Was, Ed Sheeran is so boring. His favorite color is clear. <laughs> Oh, I'd never heard that one before. Kind of funny. That's, man, seems kind of mean. Maroon 5. Yeah. Are they boring? I like some of their stuff. But I don't know. I've never seen them live. Got seems like they've they been a decent stage show. but They've been chasing every single trend possible since 2017. Now, that is true. That part's true. Okay. Um, Kiss. That's boring. No. It says their live presence was silly. I don't get it. Well, not, not for you. Man. That's because you're a rotten Gen Zer. Go back to TikTok, <laughs> you loser. Go put your. As the millennial, you're sticking up for Kiss. There, I baby. am, man. I saw Kiss live in concert, and it was amazing. Yeah, I've seen him a number of different times. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. Some people continue to go. I just like, hey, I saw him. I don't need to go again. Right. I think it's been like 20 years ago. It was fun. Uh, Drake. Then he's just pretty bland. Yeah. And people said Foo Fighters. I love Dave Grohl, but all their stuff sounds the same. Yeah, there is a same. Yeah, I do to agree it. with that. Yeah. yeah. Coldplay. 
This is the musical equivalent of watching grass grow. <laughs> well, dang. It's, it tries to be too highbrow for me. It believes it's highbrow. Yeah. Therefore, it kind of turns me off a little bit. Yeah. And then Taylor Swift mentioned. No, Uh-oh. that's heresy. No. I agree. Yeah. So she's impressive professionally and very talented, but her stuff is so dull. Huh. Yeah. Mm. And it goes to Imagine Dragons. This descriptor is pretty funny. The kind of band major corporations hire for team bonding events. Edgy <laughs> enough to be cool, but safe enough not to upset anyone. Yeah. Well, and then they like go that. to Mumford and Sons. Someone called them Imagine Wagons. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best That's line. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David. Biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day. Following the uh, potential release of several more hostages out of Gaza, um, and also, of course, following what, what happened over the weekend in Burlington, Vermont, where three Palestinian-American students were shot by somebody, the cops have said they have not determined a motive yet, but that is not stopping anybody from jumping to the conclusion that this was a hate crime. No, that that's pretty much been decided from the coverage. Yeah. yeah. So keeping an eye on that. A um, couple other updates to get to. And then Scott Robbins. You got your top three today? Yeah, I do. What about Casey? Is he going to join you? I hope so. I don't know. Right. See around. It's a long, long right. time off. All I right. don't know. Scott Robbins, Trifecta, the news update. Straight ahead, right here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, Gen Xer, Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. Yeah, we are just talking off air. Derek Chauvin stabbed in prison over the weekend. Miranda Devine, New York Post, had a piece on it. One thing I did not realize after seeing it over the weekend, that nobody bothered to tell his family or his lawyer no, I that know. another inmate had attacked him. I'm surprised it took this long, to be honest with you. He's in solitary a lot. But he gets in with Jen Pop at some point, doesn't yes. he? Yes. Yes. And then you look into the facility that's run in Tucson, Arizona. It's not good. It's not a well-run facility, for one thing. Um, And she wrote uh, the fact that he is even in this prison, like 1,638 miles from his family, speaks volumes. He is more reviled than all the pedophile, rapists, and sadistic serial killers in the land because someone was needed to embody the myth of systemic police racism that fueled the Democrats' 2020 campaign and created a frightening atmosphere of chaos and lawlessness that helped dislodge Donald Trump from the White House. Well, he, he's a human sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, when you see that documentary, and she mentions it in the piece, too, the fall of Minneapolis, yeah, he was railroaded in a number of different ways. It's free to watch. You just go to thefallofminneapolis.com. You can see it. Yeah. But, yeah, she talks a lot about that. And again, you're reminded of all of it when you see that documentary. But Miranda Devine has a pretty good piece on that. I can't imagine. I I can't even imagine what it must be like for him. Oh yeah. I mean, you have you have absolutely no one you can turn to, nowhere to go. Oh no, nowhere, not at all. And if you hadn't heard anything about this documentary, 
You're like, well, it sounds like you guys think he really didn't do it. He didn't kill George Floyd. I don't think he did. I mean, especially when they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow the technique that was taught the Minneapolis police with the knee on the shoulder. That was taught. They wouldn't allow that in court. And when you look at the other angle of a video you hadn't seen before, along with all of the other police cam footage, it tells a completely different story. You know, that was the yeah. most unhinged, like, two-year period in American history, I think. Yeah. At the end, at the at, when it's all said and done and history is written properly, I mean, the pandemic was going on. Oh, yeah. The, the Floyd thing was going oh, on. Yeah. There was massive, you know, crazy protests going on around the country. Yeah, you couldn't go to a relative's funeral, but you could go and protest in the streets. No, you couldn't visit people in the hospital. You couldn't yeah. do anything. My, I, I think the uh, the woman who was uh, involved in it, in, in the documentary. Uh, Liz Collins? Yeah, was the old, uh, had been a news anchor, but her husband was also president of the local police union. Yes. Um, and then she wound up getting kind of run out of her job. But I, I think she made an interesting point uh, during an interview um I guess it was the one with Megyn Kelly that she did, mm -hmm. where she also brought up part of the hysteria that erupted was because the Minneapolis Police Department wasn't transparent from the beginning. Correct. In that they they did kind of try to just sweep it under the rug, and and then so then you had a uh, uh, young girl's cell phone footage go mm -hmm. out, which looked awful. And had no context with it. Exactly. And then it took them forever to put it out, what yep. actually happened. And by the time that all happened, it was too late. It was already cooked, man. Everybody oh, yeah. had an opinion about it. The Democratic operatives in the state of Minnesota, yeah. they, they were not going to let any sort of evidence to make it look like George Floyd OD'd. That was not going to come out. No. Well, and then you, you have... Uh, thanks to a uh, discrimination lawsuit from somebody who used to work in the Hennepin County uh, uh, prosecutor's office. Mm -hmm. What she and others have said was, as they were beginning the investigation into this, um, there were tons of political considerations into what they would and would not uh, prosecute, what they would and would not uh, disclose to the public. One of the guys, I think it was the, the head prosecutor at the time, who said, no, careers are made in break. Uh, no, it was the coroner, I guess, the medical examiner. who said, yeah, yeah, this is the stuff that kills careers. Yes, it's absolutely true. I mean, it it's deep into all these different details that when you look at just objectively, the, there's no doubt the guy was completely railroaded. And they wouldn't allow the trial anywhere else. They had mm -hmm. barbed wire fence around yeah. the courthouse. And there's, you know... At, uh, somebody that testified there was a pig's head dumped in their lawn. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So, oh, another story we got to get to before the Robin Strifecta. This was from today. Peter Ducey asking Corrine Jean-Pierre about the economy. Uh, yeah, because Corrine Jean-Pierre is saying the data are showing that, uh, you know, the economy's improving. It's rip and hot, man. Hmm. And, you know, you got to look at the jobs. You got to look at uh, wages, even though real wages are down thanks to the high cost of everything right now. Um, yes. And uh, so Ducey said, hey, why do you think that people don't believe you when you say the economy is good? Oh, that's a good question. Why do you think it is that when you say the economy is improving and President Biden says the economy is improving, that a majority of Americans outside of this building are not buying it? So here's the thing. 
when we walked into this administration, the economy was on a tailspin. A tailspin. That is the fact. Because of the last administration, because of the whoa, Trump whoa. Uh, it was starting to rebound. Yeah, uh, that's where what everybody was she talking about. Yeah, everybody was in a lifetime about. pandemic. Yes, yeah, the the, the V shaped recovery that even three jamokes on the radio were saying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right now, you know, you had a brief recession in 2020, mm-hmm. um, and that was artificially made it wasn't because of an underlying issue with the economy it was because a bunch of states shut down commerce correct and and so yeah you did have economic turmoil but everybody knew as soon as states start reopening because the fundamentals were not completely out of whack the economy was going to rebound pretty quickly yes and people were ready to spend cash yes and go experience stuff Okay, go on. Because of the Trump administration, oh, because of how they dealt with, uh, with d- dealt with COVID and the pandemic. What? Because they didn't have a comprehensive plan. The president came in, <laughs> he passed the American Rescue Plan, which was able oh. to get the economy back on its feet, which was able to open up small businesses. Well, small businesses were able to open up. It started inflation. Open up, and we understand what Americans have been feeling over the last two, three years. Damn it's it. going to take <laughs> some time. We get that. It's going to take some time, but it does not take away how we have okay. seen the economy getting back on its feet. We actually had to mm. fix the problem oh, that we saw that the last administration left us. I'd love to see Americans, <laughs> just the polling, how many trust Karine Jean-Pierre uh, with the economy? Our, our, our normal Americans feeling <laughs> the, the effects <laughs> of this wonderful economy. That was some bad acting there. That was terrible. Yeah. All right, you ready for your Why the emphasis there? That was dumb. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Feeling it. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three stories of the day. And yeah, he's back. I'm Casey Kasem. Yeah, not at all. No show. I went and invited him to Thanksgiving, watch football. Nope, not. Believe me, I didn't want to go. And you didn't either. I wish you would have told me that I had a place set for you. Gotcha. Little marker, Casey, so he knew where to sit when he got there? No. I'm ready. Okay, fine. Three. Uh, Number three. uh, Someone has written about uh, elitist rats. What? Brats, not rats. Sorry. Mm. Did you think it was rats? I thought you said rats. Yeah. Okay. I didn't pronounce the B, I guess, very well. (laughs) Anyway. A column I read today by uh, Lisa Carr, who writes for something called Victory Girls, started her column with, as a jaded Gen Xer, I'm having a hard time understanding why people my age think socialism, which leads to communism, is a great idea. She said, the shift came to me in college. I watched some, maybe you guys will relate to this too. I watched some of my liberal classmates get bankrolled by mom and dad through their university studies with a nice apartment, cars, and not a care in the world. They didn't have to pay an electric bill. They didn't have to pay anything. And it was really nice. They had a nice apartment to live in and the old desirable, uh, you know, Catalina Foothills, which is where I went to college. As I found out, it's quite easy when your parents set you up with a trust fund. It's also easy to advocate for communism when you look at things from their lens. It's easy to be progressive when you're flush with funds and you don't have to worry about a car being repossessed like me. <laughs> Maybe I'm just bitter because I didn't have the luxury of not to wow. worry. Now, she said that's probably leading us to where we are right now. Is there a disagreement amongst ourselves with that analogy? I think she's got a point there. Yeah. yeah when you don't pay for anything, 
in your life when somebody else pays for it, then you just assume that's the way it's going to be the rest of your life. You don't understand reality for the people. No, and you don't understand the value of money. It doesn't mean anything to you. Yes. I didn't know, man. I got a, what is that, victorygirls.com? Yeah. And I never thought to look for anything for the show there. Maybe I thought about it all Maybe you should start looking. I didn't know you had that one bookmarked. Hot stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I, I get the swimsuit edition. Okay. Victory Girls. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, bet right. I bet it's pretty good because they're they're conservative. Yeah. Bad girls. <laughs> now on with the countdown. They Scott Robbins trifecta. <laughs> Top three of the day up to number two. Uh, number two, another trans swimmer breaks a world record against the women. Yeah, another man claiming to be a woman has claimed uh, a title in uh, women's, women's swimming. Megan Cortez Fields, a swimmer at Ramapo College in New Jersey who identifies as a woman and swam for the men's team for three years, broke the girls' school record in the 100-yard butterfly, recording a time of 57.22 at the Cougar Splash Invitational. Cortez Fields won the 200-yard individual medley and second place in the 200-yard butterfly. In 2022, Cortez said, I choose to tape my breast because I feel it's very uncomfortable and kind of dehumanizing to swim without a top. Adding that he was allowed to use the general women's locker room, but not the women's locker room where the team was. Now, of course, he dominated the field, never did well with the men, but uh, this doesn't matter right now because he got to compete with the women and he won again. What the hell is going on? When is, does anybody care about Title IX anymore at all? I have no idea how it's even allowed. It's, this continues it's still on, and on, and it's on and on and on and on. It's crazy. You know what the funniest part of that story is? What's that? Finished second in the 200 butterfly. I know he lost to a. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Somebody smoked him. Continues. Yeah. Yes. Good. I hope it continues. I do too. Yeah. Well, it, just, it needs to be stopped. I, I can't. Again, I, we're having this conversation, and I'm like, more women I wish would step up and say, we're not doing this. Just I won't compete. We're not going to compete yeah, anymore just with walk. this garbage. You let him swim by himself. Yeah. Yes. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. Yep. And finally, one. Uh, you have a story about Disney's It's a Small World ride? Yeah, an unhinged Disneyland guest was arrested hmm. after he was filmed tearing off all his clothes and crawling around inside the iconic It's a Small World oh. in front of terrified riders, including children. The unidentified 26-year-old was filmed in his boxers, climbing over the animatronic figures and sitting in the uh, flying carpets on the Taj Mahal ride. Another video showed him, waiting, showed him wading through the water bare naked before he made his way outside the attraction. Now, it's not lost on me that he was, it's a very small world ride that he was on while mm-hmm. being naked. Yeah. Poor choice for him, I guess, right? Well, I'm. I mean, Big Thunder would have been the place to be, right? Right. Well, well yeah. I think. You know, the one thing you got to learn is that if you're going to do that at a Disney establishment, you got to yeah. at least put a wig on and say you're a drag queen. Yeah. See, and then David, it's art very and good. Acceptable. That, and that the is, kids have to look at it. That is very good on your part. Now, I also claim he said when he got out of the water, he was, of course, said the water was very cold, and that was the reason mm-hmm. for it. Yes. Yeah. How many rides did he go on before they booted him? Like two. But the, so the first one, it wasn't enough. It wasn't egregious. He enough. wasn't all the way down. Oh, my goodness. He just was in his boxers and no shirt on rolling okay. through there. Yeah. And then he took off the boxers, and then he went into It's a Small World. Okay. And there you have it. Thank you. Casey, appreciate it. Scott, thank you very much. Jokes just write themselves with It's a Small World, though, don't they? Yeah. In jail, they yeah. call him Minnie Mouse. <laughs>
I'm staying away from your reindeer games. I'm not getting sucked <laughs> in. <laughs> I was just going to say, I you're not participating. <laughs> yes. I know it couldn't have been easy. It wasn't. It's a little honest. set of ears on. All right. Yeah. News update and Nimrods of the News coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. There's an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MBCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Looks like David has a news update. I do. I got. I, I love this. Okay, so uh, the White House is now leaning on some really well, not now they always do, but they're leaning on some funny math in order to tell you that what your experience is uh, is not actually something that you're experiencing. Okay, at the grocery store when you pay your rent or your mortgage when you pay. Uh, or when you look maybe for a new house or buying a new car or whatever it may be. Uh, Here is what the president just said about Thanksgiving dinner. In fact, as a share of earnings this Thanksgiving, dinner was the fourth cheapest ever on record. I want you all to know that. (laughs) This was the fourth cheapest Thanksgiving dinner on record. (laughs) Asterisk as a share of earnings. And so this is something that's been tracked since 1986. Okay. It's a, a relative to your salary, the median salary in America. So uh, what is your, uh, basically, what is the weekly take-home pay on average for Americans, and what's the percentage of that take-home pay that it'll cost you to buy a traditional Thanksgiving dinner? So basically, it's somebody saying, yeah, I know that we're, you know, 18 games out of first place, 
but man, our on-base percentage is pretty good. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. Right. Wow. Okay. By the way, uh, probably have more tomorrow. The trailer from Daily Wire came out. It was reminding me of part of uh, Scott's top three is trifecta um, about another swimmer competing against the women. Oh, yeah. yeah they have a new movie coming out. Um, what's the name of it? Lady Ballers. Lady Ballers. Lady Ballers? Yeah, all based on... A guy can become a girl with no physical changes at all. Oh, that's called gender fluid. So I can be a woman on the court and a man in the bedroom. I can't believe it. Nice! Yeah, it's a bunch of dudes that are going to play basketball. Is this real? Your dream, that yeah, movie, real. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Your dream is coming true, Scott. And with that, we go to the going gets tough. <laughs> Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the News, this is not easy to do. Police in Florida looking for a 39-year-old woman named Stacy Usher. She was wanted on a parole violation for selling fentanyl. They couldn't find her anywhere in a place... Because she was hiding inside the couch. <laughs> they finally found her. She's oh, been wow. arrested in the couch. Man. And that's Nimrods in the news.